hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise to your name, God. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost here right now in the name of Jesus. Can we respond to the moving of the Spirit right now? Come on, the Holy Ghost is here right now. Hallelujah. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, we need your Lord. Praise God. Amen. I feel, amen, the encouragement of the Holy Ghost here today. Amen. Amen. We serve an awesome God. We serve a God that's right on time. Amen. And uh, I'm thankful, amen, that God is drawing. I said God is drawing. Amen. If God has drawn, drawn you here today, you ought to be thankful. Amen. You ought to respond to that. You ought to come to an altar today and pour your heart out to God. Repent. Cry out to God. Be renewed in the Holy Ghost. Oh yeah, there's something about the Spirit of God when it begins to draw. Amen. God draws His people. God draws them that are of a... He draws nigh to them that are of a broken and a contrite spirit. Jesus' name. Why don't we just love the Lord right now? Oh, God, I love you, Lord. How long has it been since you told the Lord that you love him? Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I love you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. Praise your name, God. Amen. If you have your Bibles today, <clears throat> I'm going to preach, amen, on something that is familiar to everyone that is here. Amen. I told, I told a man one time, I said, you know, I said, that person is just one prayer meeting away from being in reconciliation with God. It's not hard. What is hard is the lies of the devil. Thank you for all those amens. Should have been 100%. What is hard is the way of the transgressor. What is hard is the condemnation that sin brings to our life. But, amen, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm thankful for that one God. Amen. That he came and robed himself in flesh. Amen. He became the sacrifice for our sins. Praise God. Thank God for the blood. Amen. We need to continue to pray. Amen. For all of our guests who have been in church. We went by to see a young man yesterday. Alex. Amen. Let's continue to pray for Alex. Amen. I believe he loves God. Amen. Let's continue to pray for uh, Joanne. We've been praying for her. We need to pray for Sister Dills, Brother Dennis. Amen. Let's just lift our hands right now. Let's pray for everyone who's not here. God, ask your Lord to heal. God, ask your Lord to save. In the name of Jesus Christ, God, I praise your Lord, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. God, we know you're coming as soon. God, we know, Lord, by the signs of this end time that we live in. God, that you will come for your church at any time. God, I'm asking you, Lord, today. God, those who have not made their calling and election sure, God, that today they would find that altar of repentance. God, the altar, the place of renewing. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Oh, I praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. I ask you to continue to pray. Amen. For revival. Amen. Continue to pray for. Amen. There are many in here that need 
financial blessings. Amen. And I'm praying that God will bless them. There's many in here that need healing in their body. Amen. We need to continue to pray one for another for healing. Amen. Amen. There's many in here, amen, that are diligently searching and seeking the will of God for their life. Amen. And it's important that we continue to pray. Amen. If we pray, amen, we know that God will hear us. Amen. And so continue to pray. If you have your Bibles this morning, let's turn to Isaiah chapter 28. Amen. And verse 16. Praise God. Amen. It's good to see, amen, Rachel and Sarah in church today. Praise God. Amen. And uh, I believe God has great things in store for them. Praise God. Amen. Isaiah chapter 28 and verse 16. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God. Behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. I think God wants you to know that what he has put into place is not a temporary fix for life, but it is a foundational moment, amen, that you can build your walk with God upon. Amen. He said, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. And he that believeth, everyone say, he that believeth, shall not make haste. You say, well, what does that mean? That means we're not going to go very fast? No, that means, amen, that you're not going to make a mistake in Jesus Christ. Praise God. You're not going to make, sometimes we make decisions hastily. And we're like, man, I should have thought about that for a couple days. I should have thought about that for a couple weeks. I should have prayed about that a while. Amen. But I can promise you today, when you make the decision to live for Jesus Christ, and you make the decision to turn your back on sin, amen, that you will not make a mistake. Amen. I said you will not make a mistake. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's pray right now. God, I thank you, Lord, for your word. I thank you for your people. God, I ask you today, God, oh, God, to reach down from heaven. God, that when we're done preaching and teaching today, God, that you would renew somebody in the Holy Ghost. God, that your spirit, God, would come down upon us as a church, as a congregation standing before you here today. Oh, in the name of Jesus, God, I want more of you. God, I know there's more, God, and I'm reaching for it. Oh, reaching forth into those things which are before. I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Amen. You can be seated. Praise God. Amen. I want to I want to teach and preach here today for just a little while. Amen. And I, I titled this kind of a, a I don't know, a, just a, a title, but it's Believing Continued. Amen. Believing Continued. Now, we're not continuing on with a subject matter that we preached last Sunday or that we preached this past Wednesday night. But believing continued is something in every person's walk with God that it cannot be something that is forgotten or dropped or discontinued, but it has to be continued. Amen. So believing continued. So we, we look at this word believeth and we understand that Believing is something that uh, we, when we believe in something that we have a reason for our belief. And so I'm not necessarily talking about the reason for the belief today, but I'm talking about, amen, the continuation of believing. Everyone in here 
must have a made-up mind to continue your walk with God, to continue everything, amen, that God has placed in your life this far, that God is going to continue to do it. Well, praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. And so there has to be a continuation, amen, something that carries on, not just generationally, but it has to be in your lifetime. It has to be an everyday effort of living for God. Amen. This is not something that we do just on a Sunday. It's not something that we do, amen, just on a Wednesday. But we do it every day of our life because we know the pit that God dug us out of. I don't know about you, but God dug me out of a deep, miry pit. Hallelujah. Amen. I will never forget. Amen. I'm forever indebted to my God because he brought me out of sin. He brought me out, amen, of things that would have destroyed me. And he pulled me up out of the deep, miry clay when I was set in it. Oh, I thank God today for the Holy Ghost. I'm here to preach to you today. Don't stop. Amen. I said, don't stop believing God. Don't stop. Oh, this world will cause your belief, amen, in God to falter, but continue to believe in God. Trust in God. Amen. If God's done a miracle in your life, let it be that sure foundation, that stone. What God has done for you, amen, understand that God will do it again, and God will do it again, and God will do it again. Come on, I'm preaching to you today. We have to continue to believe. Hallelujah. And so this word believe, believeth, amen, it means to continue to believe. And it comes from the Hebrew word, amen, oh man. Everyone say, oh man. Amen, you hear some sing songs and at the end of the song, you know, I guess uh, in Redneck, USA, uh, Apostolic Faith Tabernacle, we just say Amen. But you hear him saying, oh, man. That's all right. Just they're, they're worshiping God. And, you know, I'm, hey, Jesus told them they didn't have the Holy Ghost. He said, if you don't worship me, these stones are going to cry out. And so God loves worship. God wants worship. And we worship God. And so when we understand that this word believeth, amen, in this verse 16, it tells us here that he that believeth or continues to believe shall not make haste. <clears throat> and we look at this word, oh man, and it says here to be permanent uh, or morally true, Two, to be true or certain. I'm certain that is right because that's what the Word of God, it says. It says here to have assurance, to believe, to bring up, to establish, to be faithful. When you're faithful, faithfulness is not just something that happens one day, but it is uh, Every day, faithfulness to a job, faithfulness to a marriage, faithfulness to your children, faithfulness to the house of God, faithfulness to God. That there's the, we all know that there's the good times and there's the what? Bad times. But it doesn't change my mind. I'm still living for God. I'm still going to do what is right. Amen. Hallelujah, I'm going to continue to believe. I'm going to be the believer. He that believeth shall not make a mistake. 
Nehemiah chapter 8 and 6. And Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God. You have to understand that this passage of Scripture, it comes from a time that the people of God were in captivity. And the people of God, there was a man by the name of Nehemiah. And he was very burdened for the the, the city of Jerusalem uh, because the walls had been uh, torn down. I don't know about you today, uh, but the devil would like to tear down the walls uh, of your walk with God. Uh, and that's where these people were. Uh, hey man, these people were in a place that they were brought into captivity. Their city had been destroyed. The walls, uh, the protection had been torn down. Nehemiah received letters from King Artaxerxes. He said, I need to go and rebuild the walls of my city. I need to rebuild the walls. Can I tell you today, church, amen, that the devil will try to tear down the walls that God has placed in your life. Amen. I said this world will try to tear down. Amen. Can I tell you that God builds you up? Amen. God set your feet on high places. Amen. I can promise you that living for God will not tear you down. Amen. But this world and sin and the devil, amen, it will tear down what God has placed in your life. Amen. And that's why you've got to say, okay, I'm going to maintain, I'm going to be the believer. He that believeth shall not make a mistake. Continue on. I said continue on. Don't stop. Keep on keeping on. I said keep on keeping on. Amen. Don't stop. And Ezra blessed the Lord. Their city was rebuilt. And where did they come? They came to church. They came to the house. They didn't call it church then. They came to the temple. Now, whether or not the temple was rebuilt, I don't know at that point. But they had rebuilt the walls of the city. And they came to the place. The Bible says that Ezra stood on a raised place, what we call a platform. And he had a pulpit. And he had the word of God. And the people stood all day long. That's why we stand in honor to the Word of God. When we, when we read the Word of God, the man of God reads his text, we stand in honor. Amen. To the Word of God. We're not standing in honor to a man. We honor the man that's preaching, but we're standing in honor to the Word of God. <laughs> Amen. And so when these people, they were standing before Ezra, and we find here it says uh, that Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God, uh, and all the people answered a man, a man. And do you know that word a man is the same word in the Hebrew that he that believeth. Amen. Can you understand something that when you're saying amen, amen, I'm a believer. Amen. When somebody says I'm a believer, what are you believing in, number one? Amen. And number two, are you continuing to believe? Amen. Not just on a Sunday, but on Monday morning when I'm going to work and I don't feel like it. Amen. On Monday morning when I'm getting up to wash the clothes and I don't feel like it, I'm still a believer. I'm still Still believing in my God that God's going to do the miracle. Come on, some of you need a miracle in your life. Some of you need God to do the impossible. You know what you got to do is you got to continue to believe. You got to continue to hold on to faith, to hold on to what God has said. Don't forget the goodness of God because His mercies are what new every morning, every day. I get up. My God is new, and so therefore I am renewed in Him. In Him is yea and amen. I'm a believer, and 
I'm continuing on. With lifting up their hands, they bowed their heads and worshiped the Lord with their faces to the ground. You say, what does that mean? They're just like a true Pentecostal. They just didn't have the Holy Ghost yet. Amen. They were getting ready. Amen. They were bowing down. They were getting up. They were lifting their hands. There might have even been a little jig in their step. You say, why do you say that, Pastor Kerrigan? You ever seen them Jews over there in Israel today? They get at that wailing wall. Amen. And they get a guy in the center, and he starts worshiping God. And the power of God comes down on them. And all those men, you ever seen them men in a circle? And they're all skipping and jumping. And man, they're excited. You know what that means? That's what the word hallelujah means. It means to rave. It means to spin about. Oh, thank God. Amen. That I'm part of the church. Amen. I am a believer. And hey, I'm going to rally around my brother and sister. Amen. Maybe you're not doing so good today, I'm going to hold up the hands of those that hang down. Amen. God's going to confirm the feeble knees. Amen. God's going to give you some strength. Amen. You say, oh, that's not what the what is it talking about then? And I tell you that when I stand, amen, I stand upon the word of God. Amen. And if my knees get weak and feeble, amen, there's going to be someone that'll help me. There's going to be someone that'll pray for me. Come on, don't stop praying. Keep on praying. Keep on staying fast, holding fast. Staying true to your God. Amen. I refuse to give in, give up, shut up. Say them loudmouth preachers down there at that apostolic church. Thank you very much. We'll take that as a compliment. Hallelujah. The reason why there's icebergs in the pews because there's polar bears in the pulpit. Well, praise God. No, that's not the Bible. That's just a saying. But I don't want to come to church cold and sit there on the pew, not respond to the Spirit of God. But I want it, God, for me. I want it again, God. Amen. I'm, I'm a believer. I'm going to continue. Amen. The believing is not going to stop. I'm going to keep on holding on to faith. I said I'm going to keep on holding on to faith. I'll get there in a minute. I don't want to get ahead of myself. We got to have a continued practice of living for God. I'm going to tell you something. The Bible says that we're saved by the word of our testimony. Amen. The word of God tells us to talk of this truth to our children when we sit in our house, when we drive down the street, when we walk, amen, down the sidewalk, when we lie down and when we rise up. The Word of God tells us that we should talk about it. The reason why is because we must continue the practice of living for God. Amen. This generation, amen, is at the place that it's at because we stand on the shoulders of of a previous generation. Amen. This church is here today. I'm preaching the apostolic faith tabernacle. And everybody that's here is part of apostolic faith tabernacle. And the reason why you're here is because there were some prayer warriors that they continued to pray. I don't know about you, but I always want to hear the prayer warriors in the church on a Saturday night, on a Sunday morning before church. Is there somebody that would come to church and cry out to God saying, oh God, let there be a conviction in the spirit of your people today. We've got to have a renewing today. Come on, church. Amen. It's time that we continue 
continue. Amen. The things that has made this church a great church. And it's the almighty God. It is the Holy Ghost. It is prayer. It is worship. It is a response. Amen. To the Spirit of God. Oh, I'm preaching to you today that it's not just a mental thing. It has to become mental, physical, spiritual, all parts of your being. It has to become, has to become, I don't care what anybody thinks. If you want to live for God, we're going to do it together. Peradventure, someone would say that I'm not going to live. Paul said, I tell you even weeping that they have become an enemy of the cross of Jesus Christ. He said, Demas hath forsaken me, having loved this present world. And so from the word of God until today, I promise you that we're going to have to go through the times that are very heart-rending. It is not a pleasant experience. Hey man, when someone falls away from God, but I can tell you one thing that I have made up in my mind that I'm going to continue to believe. Come on, I'm trying to spark a fire in someone here today that while the devil may have beat you up, beat you down, knocked you out, can I tell you that the Holy Ghost is here to restore today. I'm looking at a church full of people who have been redeemed, restored, brought out. Come on, I'm reaching for you right now. You can make it back. You can make it all the way. You can see God's salvation. You can be renewed in the Holy Ghost. Oh! But you got to continue. I've preached this. I've preached this in the past. God just put it in my spirit. As a young man, there was a man, no, I don't promote boxing. I'm not a boxing promoter. I'll just set this record straight. I don't endorse it. But as a man, as a young man, there was a guy, he was a champion. And he was, his name was Marvin Hagler. How many remember Marvin Hagler? They called him Marvelous Marvin. And I used to tease my sister. We had a friend named Marvin. And I said, ooh, Marvelous Marvin, he likes you. She said, I wish you would stop it, Nathan Carriker. But that man, he, he lost fights. And there was a picture here about two or three years ago that he passed from this life due to COVID or the results of COVID, the effects of COVID. But in that picture, he, the, 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 the picture that they showed of him at the end of his life, he had both hands raised in the air. And he was smiling. His lips were beat to pieces. His eye was swollen shut. And at the caption of that man's picture at his death, it said he died a champion. Now, he was a champion of another cause. But can I tell you that in living for God, there's going to be times where the devil fattens your lips, dots your eye, Blood is your nose, but you got to keep both hands in the air. 
and say, God, you've made me what I am today. And I'm going to continue to believe. And you know what, saying of God, because of Jesus Christ, he's the undefeated champion. And it makes us a champion. Oh, I want to reach for someone here today. Hey, man, that maybe the devil's beat you. Hey, man, to where you're not even able to stand any longer. And he told you that you're not going to ever make it. But God sent a preacher here today to preach preach to you. I said God sent a preacher to preach to you today that you can make it. That there's no sin too great other than blasphemy of the Holy Ghost. There's no sin that's unforgivable to God. You can be forgiven. You can be restored. And you can continue on and be a believer. Amen. Amen. I refuse to stop. I refuse to stop the fight. Don't throw in the towel, coach. Amen. All I need is one more hit. All I need is one more swing. I'm not even close to throwing in the towel. In the history of the United States, there was a man by the name of John Paul Jones. He was a naval admiral for the Continental Navy. And he went out and he sailed against the greatest ships of Britain. And his ship, the Bonham, was it the Bonham? Bonham Richard. Hey Amen. He was, he was sailing against the greatest warships that Britain had. And he says, we're going to win at all costs. We're going to pull out all the stops. And his ship was sinking. Amen. And his masts were blown off. Amen. His men were hurting. And they sent across the message, do you want to surrender? And his answer was, I have yet to begin to fight. Some of you need to get some fight in you and say, God started me on this journey and I refuse to quit. I am a believer. I am not going to stop. And you know what happened? Not only did he not stop fighting, he defeated the ships. He defeated their navy. And then he took his ship. He lashed it to their ship and sailed their ship back to the port of the United States of America. Can I tell you something? That's the attitude we have to get. We got to say, I'm not done fighting. Amen. My nose may be bloodied. My neck may hurt. Amen. My body may be riddled. But I'm going to continue to fight the good fight of faith. You got to have faith to live for God. Don't stop. Don't stop. Continue to believe. Keep on fighting. How do you fight? Get down on your knees. Say, God, I can't do it on my own today. God, I've got to have some strength of the Holy Ghost. And you know what God does? Helps on the way. The help's on the way. Oh, I said the help's on the way. I said help's on the way. All of a sudden, hey man, God, he hears that prayer. And he says, wait a minute. Hey man, there's someone down there that is still calling on my name. There is someone down there that is still saying, I refuse to stop. Come on, boys, let's go fight with them. Hey man, let's go fight for them. My faith will fight for me. Hey man, faith has brought me through and faith will take me all the way to glory. Hey man, don't stop having faith. Continue on in the faith. Rock solid in the faith. On the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. 
Keep on fighting the good fight of faith. Ethan Allen, he was a patriot alongside a man by the name of Benedict Arnold. They were extremely close friends. And even the fact that they were they were officers that had graduated from Annapolis, Maryland together. And Ethan Allen, he said later in years in his memoirs, he said the greatest mistake that I ever made was not shooting my friend Benedict Arnold because he caused the Continental Army much hurt. But... This man, Ethan Allen, even in the face of someone that had become a traitor, he continued on in his fight for freedom and his fight for the fledgling United States of America. He went to Fort Ticonderoga, and I know that's kind of a little bit of a weird name, but they went there and they fought and they won. They continued to fight insurmountable odds. They continued to fight against the professionally trained. Hear this preacher today. They began to fight against the professionally trained mercenaries. Uh, amen. The Hessens, the German Hessens, and, and uh, the, the troops from Britain who were the most highly trained uh, uh, military of the day. Uh, but these men, they believed in what they were fighting for. Can you hear this preacher today? They, they fought because they knew that if they didn't fight, they were going to die anyhow. Oh yeah, read, read, read the history. They knew that they were going to die anyhow because they had risen up against the crown. And they said, let's fight. And they fought the most unconventional warfares. They fought the warfare that everybody says, you bunch of cowards, that's how the Indians fight. Well, they fought because of survival, not because of numbers. And so those Minutemen, they adopted the same tactics tactics of guerrilla warfare where they would find things they wouldn't just go out there and open themselves up to the fire of the British and those Hessens but they said you know what we've, if we're going to win this we've got to do this the right way and the smart way can I tell you something saying of God when we come to the house of God the world tells us that you don't need to go to church that much you don't have to serve God that serious you don't have to but you know something it's not a matter hey man that we just have the sheer numbers and the sheer money and we're just going no 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 they have forgotten one thing that we are fighting this battle for our soul and we are fighting this battle because we are the truth will endure. It's going to continue. I'm preaching to you today. I'm reaching for you today that what I'm preaching to you is something we've got to get down into our spirits. We've got to get it down into our heart. Hey man, that we have got to continue. We've got to fight, contend earnestly. The Bible says to contend earnestly for the faith. Hey man, for the faith that was once delivered unto the saints. Hey man, what are you what are you witnessing the people for? Why are you knocking on doors? Can I tell you if I knock on enough doors? Hey man, somebody's coming to church. Hey man, if I teach enough home Bible studies, somebody's gonna get the Holy Ghost. If I keep on teaching at the college, hey man, brother Bosworth and brother Joel and sister Victoria, hey man, keep on being a witness, sister Della Reese. You know what's gonna happen is another young person's gonna get the Holy Ghost and get baptized in. Jesus' name. Hey, what's wrong with sending them to lions to a preaching point? You know where Brother Lewis came from? He came from Hutch Community College. And there's another Brother Lewis. Amen. There's another Brother Romero.
Romero, amen, at the USPS looking for God. That's how you got in church, because of you earnestly contending for the faith, Brother Wines. Do you understand what I'm preaching here today? That this is not just something that happens, but we've got to keep on fighting. We've got to keep on reaching. We've got to keep on praying. Brother Roberts going from church to church to church looking for God. There's another brother more than these deliverance from alcohol. There's another brother Schwarzenegger that needs to be delivered out of the Amish. Hey Amen. You say, what's wrong with nothing? They just need the Holy Ghost and deliverance from man-made tradition. There's nothing wrong with a crack addict drug dealer. Got a little quiet. They just need delivered from drugs. They need delivered from marijuana. You know what Mary Jane will do for you? It'll bankrupt you. She will, yeah. Whether you smoke her or whether you, she becomes a girlfriend, she'll bankrupt you. Well, praise the Lord, somebody. I'm, I'm serious as I can get right now. You go ahead. You know what the devil does? Is the devil will promise you the world. And when the devil gets done, Pastor Elder used to say, a young man that was dying on a drug overdose, he said, the devil paid me in counterfeit money, promising the world. He said, oh, there's nothing wrong with going out and doing a little bit of drugs. Yeah. Tell the 9,000 people in Kansas last year that died from a fentanyl overdose that it was just a, I was just going to try it out. If God saved you from drugs, you ought to say thank you, Jesus. That God, that I, didn't, I don't ever have to experience that. It's real. You say, oh, they, they don't live in fear. Then why do they carry around a Narcan pen? An inhaler, whatever else they use. It's because they're fearful of dying. Because they never know at what minute their master's going to pay them with a counterfeit money. And the soul slips off into eternity. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. That I'm looking at people are here today because you want to continue to believe. I've got a lot more to preach here, but I feel the Holy Ghost real strong. The devil's telling you right now, you can't get back. You can't make it. You've done too much. That's a lie. It's a lie. You're just one prayer meeting away. I said you're just one prayer meeting away. Come on, you're in a fight. you got to win the battle today. you got to say, okay, self. Okay, all the condemnation, it's behind me. God loves me. The church loves you. I'm reaching for you.
Jesus, Jesus went to his hometown where he grew up. The Sabbath day was come. He began to teach in the synagogue, many hearing him saying, astonished, were astonished, saying, From whence hath this man these things? And what wisdom is this which was given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands? Listen to this next statement. They said, Is not this the carpenter? Hopefully Jesus is more than just a carpenter to you today. Hopefully he's your Savior. He said, isn't this the carpenter? Mark chapter 6, verse 3. Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James, of Joses, and of Judah, and of Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they were, listen to this, they were offended at him. They were offended. Offended at Jesus. And Jesus said unto them, The prophet is not without honor, but in his own country, among his own kin, in his own house. And he could there do no mighty work. The God of glory, the God of glory, he could not do one mighty work. He's the Bible says here that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. But he didn't raise the dead. He didn't heal any blinded eyes. He didn't unstop the deaf ears. Because to his countrymen, his own people, his kinfolk, he was just a carpenter. They didn't believe anymore. I want to ask you today, would you today believe God for the miracle, the mighty work that he wants to do in your life? Jesus said, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that quits believing You know, we say that verse of Scripture a lot of times and we think that's talking about sinners. And I guess it is in one sense, but really it's talking about someone who was a believer. But the first part of that verse says, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. I want to ask you today, are you, are you the one that's come here today that says, I have made up in my mind to continue to believe? I'm reaching for someone here today. You've come here today searching for the answer. And God is telling you, continue to believe. If you've stopped, reestablish that belief. Reestablish that connection. Reestablish the renewing in your life, the Holy Ghost. Because the Holy Ghost is here right now. The Holy Ghost is here right now. The Holy Ghost is here right now. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, is there someone here today that would come to an altar and say, God, I'm here today because, number one, I love you, God. Peter, do you love these more than me? Yes, Lord, you know I love you. Seems like I just preached this. Peter, do you love me more than these? Yeah, Lord, you know that I love you. Peter, do you love me more than these?
The Bible says that Peter, he became upset. But he said, Lord, I love you. He said, you know all things. Can I tell you something? God knows all things. God knows exactly what you're going through right now. God knows what you've been through. And God knows, listen to me what I'm going to say right now. God knows the plans that he has for you. God knows the plans. He knoweth all things. He said, I know the plans. His, can I tell you something else? God's plan for your life hasn't changed. God's plans don't change. The gifts and the calling of God are without repentance. God does not change his mind when he called you. But it lies in our hand and responsibility that we have to continue to believe. We have to continue in the face of every adversity. We have to continue in the renewing times. We have to continue at all points our walk with God. I want to open up this altar today if we could all stand. If you need the Holy Ghost today, if you need renewing today, the Holy Ghost is here right now. This altar's open. You say, I I'm not sure I should go up there. Everybody know, you know what? The altar is not a place of condemnation. The altar is a place of dying out and the fire of God will fall and renew you in your walk with God. Come on, bring our friends with us this morning. Come on, the Holy Ghost is here right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, the Holy Ghost is here right now. Jesus. Jesus. Oh, God, we need you right now. Come on, church, help me pray right now. Hallelujah. Oh, God, I'm coming back to the altar. God, I'm coming back to this place of worship. I'm coming back to this place of renewal. And God, I refuse to quit. I'm going to keep on pressing. Come on, church, help me pray right now. Oh, God. Lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easily beset us. Let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus. Oh, God, we need you right now. 